Well, hello, everybody. It's wonderful to have you with us. I pray wherever you are on this Holy Thursday that you know that God is with you exactly in the place where you are. Well, Holy Week is a time of prayer. And what we've done is we've had a time of prayer that we want to invite you to join in with us and we with you, an extended time of prayer that you might do through Holy Thursday or Good Friday or Holy Saturday. You decide when. What we've done is we put it in the extras tab. If you receive the daily devotionals by email, if you go to your, look on your phone underneath the video, you'll see the extras tab. It's under there. It's called a time of prayer. If you're watching on a computer, uh, it's to the right, the extras tab, a time of prayer. If you're watching through social media, go to this address. This is a moment when you can pause for a little while, just find some quiet to be with God. And I pray that it's a blessing to you. In the comments, you can either write prayers or comments and I read them all and I pray that it blesses you. Well, let's go to our daily devotional for Holy Thursday today. Here's some thoughts and to help you in your prayer. When I think of Holy Thursday, I have a whole pile of memories that come back to me and feelings that come back to me. Uh, you know, when you think about things from your past, uh, they're often associated with memories, they're often associated with emotions and the circumstances that were there. Well, I remember being young, much younger and uh, a teenage boy going down to Holy Thursday night. There were other teenagers there in those days and, and going down to Holy Thursday night Mass and, and, and Holy Thursday was when, uh, well, it was, the, it was the time when Jesus was betrayed by Judas Iscariot. I remember that. That was, I remember that being part of it. I remember it was an, uh, the time when Jesus instituted the Eucharist. I remember that. I remember it was the time I always have this lasting memory of Jesus after he'd been betrayed, being so lonely and alone. I used to have this memory of the fact that it seemed all the apostles ran away, that they were scared. I remember, I remember all of that. But I also have this other memory of at the end of Mass, I've never forgotten this, at the end of Mass, the church would go dark, the crowd would leave, but quite a few people would sit and just pray and slowly wander off. And, and I remember in the darkness, uh, you know, the dim light of the church afterwards when it got quiet, I remember if you sat there, you'd begin to be able to hear some of the older women that were crying. You, you could hear, the, hear them sniffling and crying and, and I didn't understand it at first and then I came to realise that for many of these women, what was happening was that the events of Jesus' betrayal and what was about to take place deeply moved them. It was almost like an experience and, and I remember being quite shocked by that. Because that wasn't something that I felt. I read the stories of the Bible, to be honest, in those days, pretty much as stories that you, you read, uh, almost like a history document. And yet for these women, it was very real. It was very real. Well, over time, as you begin to reflect and grow and mature, you begin to see things differently, don't you? And I came to see that, that Holy Thursday was something far deeper and it was so, there were so many things taking place. Holy Thursday also had that memory for me of Jesus washing the apostles' feet. That was something that used to happen often at church on Holy Thursday night. And, and if we go to John's Gospel, uh, chapter 13, verse 3, we can read the story of what took place. Jesus, knowing that the Father had given all things into his hands and that he'd come from God and was going to God, got up from the table took off his outer robe and tied a, a towel around himself. 
And then he poured water into a basin and began to wash the disciples' feet and to wipe them with a towel that was tied around him. He came to Simon Peter who said to him, Lord, are you going to wash my feet? And Jesus answered, you do not know what I'm doing, but later you will understand. Peter said to him, you will never wash my feet. Jesus answered, unless I wash you, you have no share with me. And Simon Peter said to him, Lord, not my feet only, but also my hands and my head. And Jesus went on and said to Peter, I'm not talking about washing your body. I'm talking about washing you. That wouldn't become clear uh, for a while. Peter, Jesus spoke at levels and Peter, in a sense, missed it at that point in time. What was Jesus doing? Jesus got up because he noticed that they were, they were dirty from having come in. It was custom, as we know, to go to people's homes and, and the servant in the house to wash the feet of people because the roads were dusty. We often think to ourselves when we look at the, the, the Middle Ages uh, art of the Last Supper, we see Jesus and all the apostles dressed in very richly coloured clothes, all facing one way. And some people think, well, that's maybe how it was, but it probably wasn't, uh, to be honest. Well, it wouldn't have been like that. Uh, these were people that were living under the oppression of the Romans. These were people that were heavily taxed. They, you know, and, so, and, so, and more than likely, they very possibly, academics tell us, they were not sitting at a table, but they were sitting on the ground. And that was one of the reasons people had their feet washed and they were sitting on the ground because scholars tell us that there wasn't a lot of wood in that part of the world. It was very dry. Uh, and very rocky and very stony and there wasn't a lot of wood. And so very possibly they had the Last Supper sitting on the ground. But you don't see any of the art to that effect, do you? And so Jesus gets up realising that just even for health reasons to wash their feet, and he does it. And here is he, the Messiah, here is God serving and laying down his life. And, and this just becomes a theme through the whole few days, Jesus giving his life over. And Peter being shocked, oh, you can't do that. You're the leader. And Jesus says to him, hey, you don't know what I'm doing. And then a little while later, he takes bread and he said, this is my body given for you. And then a little while later, he takes wine and he passes it out and said, this is my body given for you. I wonder if they truly understood what that was. But probably at three o'clock the next day, when Jesus stretched out his hands, they would have gone, oh, this is Jesus' body given for us. This is Jesus' blood given for us. Given for us, why? So that we would have access to eternity, now and in the future. What Jesus consistently did was lay down his life, lay down his life, lay down his life. Why? Because that is the way of the kingdom. That is the way of heaven to lay down in love a life. And so, and so this event is, is about you and me and experiencing the full weight of the love of God in our life. That's what Holy Thursday is about. Jesus given for you. I have met many mums and many grandmums, many dads and granddads, and I have read the prayer requests of, well, if I knew how many prayer requests I've received through the years, it would be just, my goodness, it would be huge. And so many parents pray for their children. 
there are so many mums and dads who lay down their life, sacrifice so much for their children. They lay their life down. They put themselves second, (laughs) way second for others in their family. Uh, And sometimes family comes back and says, thank you. But very sadly, sometimes family doesn't realise it. Our children don't come back. Our children don't say thank you. Our children don't see. Sometimes our husbands don't see what we do for them. Sometimes our wives don't see what we do for them, but we lay our lives down. Jesus didn't lay his life down in order that we would come back and go, well, thank you. Sure, we're meant to be grateful. Jesus did it because of love. And that's what all of you have done. So many of you have done for friends, for family, the people that you serve, politicians, you meet them and their heart is good and they lay down their lives for people, people who are school teachers, nurses, doctors, tradespeople, lay down their lives so often for others. You're being like Christ, you really are. And my prayer for you in these three days is that you would look back on the laying down of your life and you would see in some ways that it is participating in the way of heaven on earth. Jesus is giving his life so that we would have full access to heaven. You're called to make heaven available on earth by the life you live, the love that comes out of your heart because you know the love of Christ and what he did for you. And in turn, you live that out in practical ways. My prayer for you is in these three days that you would encounter the presence of God. My prayer is in that in a time of prayer, this time of prayer that we have prayed and recorded, I pray that it is a blessing to you and you would experience the presence of Jesus, the Holy Spirit and God our Father in the room or wherever you are. Find a quiet place, put on your headphones and just listen or pray and sit in the presence of God. Loving Father, I thank you today that you're with us. I thank you, Jesus, that you gave your life, gave your life, my life given for you. May we give our lives for others on this Holy Thursday and may we encounter your love, your grace, your mercy, your power, your love in our life. And Father, we make this prayer in the name of Jesus through the power of your Holy Spirit. Amen. God bless you all, everybody. See you tomorrow. And don't forget, wherever you are, God is never far from you. Thank you for walking this daily devotional journey through Lent with Bruce Downs and the team. We're praying for you in this holy season. If this podcast has blessed you, we encourage you to share it with others. You can connect with us on social media. And if you would like access to more content, head to our website at brucedowns.org.